Hello people, welcome back to the podcast. This is Gigi for Christ, we'll go all out for Christ. My name is Gloria Garcia and I am your host on here. Today is the 22nd day in the month of March 2021 and it is 12.36 p.m. in Italy. I am doing amazingly well. The Lord has been faithful, kind and gracious to me. I hope you are bouncing in the Lord. Today I'll be talking about restoration and we will be praying for restoration. Before we get into that, I want to mention that I am not a pastor, I am not a prophet or a teacher. I am just God's baby doing what he has called me to do, which is to evangelize. And I'm using this platform to do just that. I've always said that I am very open to conversations, corrections. I am not an island and I don't want to place myself on any kind of pedestal if you feel like i am getting it wrong or i am misinterpreting something feel free to reach out to me it is a great way to help me improve myself to teach me and to open my eyes to see things i've not put into consideration i am sure the lord will definitely reward you greatly for every effort you put into his work have you ever been in a position of losing something not just something losing something right knowing that there is a possibility to recover whatever has been lost gives us a kind of relief and makes us optimistic to see or check if we can get it back I remember a story I had on YouTube this lady was about graduating from the university so she was making the necessary preparation She's been working so hard to ensure that everything goes well. She's been seen as supervisor back and forth to get some checks and um, advice on things she could use do to improve her final project. A few months to submission, someone entered her room, picked up her handbag and left. Unfortunately, her laptop and her external hard drive her two phones were in that bag can you imagine the 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 level of panic or what she would have been going through at that moment i don't even want to think about it but the good news is that eventually um they were able to retrieve her laptop and that was enough for her considering the new owner of her laptop did not delete her document he didn't even delete any file that belongs to her that was a lifesaver for her some of us have lost relationships positions funds our spirituality health one time i almost lost my marriage this is not something i will share on a normal day but i feel it's going to help someone see the light at the end of the tunnel help someone see that it might look broken there might be a crack but god is capable of fixing it and making it whole again this is my first time talking about this and it is very 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 hard and i know it is very hard for my husband to talk about it too because the last time i brought this topic up i could see the discomfort in his um face the way he comported himself he tried as much as he could to change the topic signifying that it was a hard time for him it was a dark moment for him and he don't want to ever revisit that phase of our lives and that is the exact same way i feel 
If you take nothing from the story I'm about to share today, I want you to hold on to the fact that God is always speaking. And when he speaks, he does not speak just to move his mouth. He speaks because you need to pay attention. He speaks to get your attention. You need to shut up. Shut up and listen. Shut up and listen. Like, reduce the noise. Reduce the noise. Get out every noise in your life. Because those are the distractions that can kick you off balance or can deny you from hearing what he's trying to say to you. The other day, I talked about my relationship with my husband, how we met, my health situations, what we went through together. During the period when we were going here and there to save my life, we had issues in our marriage. This, I believe, stemmed from me, stemmed from him, stemmed from our past, and what we were going through at that moment. I am a hothead. I am very opinionated, if there's any word like that. He is calm but an alpha and he has been through a lot. You know, sometimes you grow up in a situation, you grow up in plenty, you grow up with silver spoon in your mouth, but you're still missing a lot. You are still in darkness. You are still not enjoying life to the fullest. Yes. It is possible. It is not a joke. My husband grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth. He had access to everything he wanted, but he did not get the opportunity to be parented by a mother. This is not because she was dead. She was alive, but it was as if she was dead. He constantly watched his mother in and out of the hospital from his childhood to his adulthood he spent them going in and out of the hospital there was no time for him to say i want to travel the world even if he had the money he was there to support his parents one time my father-in-law said to me i was married for 52 years and i spent 50 years in the hospital this will give you an insight into what i'm talking about into what my husband went through growing up it is like a curse and i pray that such will not be your portion in the name of jesus whatever siege the devil has placed in your life to spend your money your life your resources in hospital i curse it in the name of jesus his mother died a year before we got married and i came in to continue from where his mother had stopped i got into italy october by march i was already in the hospital from march that year to 2019 i was in and out of the hospital it's like every day because i needed to do checks if i'm not doing checks i have to do surgeries if i don't do surgeries that's just wanted that they came me out because my case was very peculiar and doctors were very interested in my case I remember one time we had an argument and he was almost crying. He said, I have been through this for all my life. I don't want to continue from where I stopped with my mother. It did not break my heart when he said, I didn't feel sad that he, he talked to me like that. I felt pity for him because I am the sick. I know what I'm going through. I know the pain I was going through, but he has to support me the same way he supported his mother for more than 30 years of his life. We have grown over the years. 
and we hope and trust God that he will continue to strengthen and open our eyes to understand ourselves better in partnership with him. One evening, we went about our normal routine. That evening, we had fun together, husband and wife thing. Then we went to bed. I had a dream. In that dream, myself, my husband, and my father-in-law was taking a walk. As we were walking, another woman in a gray car parked by our side called my husband. My husband went to her, entered her car, and she drove off. I and my father-in-law were so confused and we were like, what is, we started asking each other questions. Eventually, we decided to start looking for him. Eventually, we found him in, an, in a very different street. By the roadside, bleeding, he was beaten. I woke up from that dream, very scared. I felt bad, but I didn't pay any mind to it. We went about our business and that evening, I and my husband was seated, one thing led to another started arguing and he said he wanted a divorce and i was like fine good he went he went away i went away i slept in a different room he slept in a different room guys less than 24 hours after i had that dream that was where it started from i went from being this very happy forgiving person to a very dark person i became very very dark so dark that i hated him and guys when i say i've never felt hate for someone i actually i'm not exaggerating it, it is hard it, it it is so hard that even my uncle one time called me and say someone might be trying to kill you but you would still bring them into your bosom you will still not pay any mind to them that is how how much love i have in me I just shut myself down. Guy, be by yourself. I'm going to be by myself. The plan was after I had my major surgery, which is to put the iron in my back and get it off, I will be leaving for Canada. My heart was broken. I was sad. Most of the time, I was crying. And I could tell my husband was sad, so he was also crying. My father-in-law was a great support system for me at that time. He was constantly with me. He was constantly advising. He was constantly... Um, advising my husband and he made it clear that there will be no divorce in this family it's not going to happen if he could stay with a sick woman for 52 years of his life there is nothing we cannot go through he constantly pushes on and made, made it clear that there will be no divorce in this house in my head i was like guy you are saying what you want to say you remember the man of god i told you asked me to pray during the time i was having like a blockage in my business like i was losing millions and i called him and asked me to fast and i shared that story i think it's one of the first stories i shared during this period 40 days in lights it's the same pastor i spoke to when my ex was looking for a job and it seems like it, there was no way out and he encouraged us to fast again while all of this was going on i called him and while we were talking guys i lie not before god this man said to me why are you fighting with your husband i did not say anything to this man guys i did not say nothing he says why are you fighting with your husband why are you being stubborn and i was shocked to my bones he went on to say that it is not ordinary there has been a projection from the evil realms to control me to act that way so they can be a break 
in my marriage because not everybody is happy that I am married to my husband and not everybody is happy that my husband is married to me. I did not say nothing. He mentioned that there is a woman to influencing or controlling me in the spirit to make sure that there's a fight between I and my husband. There was a woman that if you tell me it had something to do with her, I would never believe. My mom kept calling me to call this particular woman. And I was like, okay, I'm going to call her. The morning that I was going to call this woman, instead of calling her first, I called this man of God first. And when I called this man of God, that was when this man of God was downloading all of this to me. Then I told him about this woman I'm about to call, that she's very angry that after the marriage, I did not call her and all of that. And she's mad at my mom because it took my mom forever to connect us together. And the man of God say, did not call her. And he encouraged me to start fasting immediately. Guys, this fight between I and my husband went on for months. After months, it started dying down. We started reconnecting, but there was still that break. There was still that emotional or romantic part of our relationship out of it because I was so hurt. I was so sad that he had the effrontery to tell me that he wanted a divorce. I was so angry at that. So I, I kept keeping to myself. It went on this silent treatment, even if we were past the phase of divorce we no longer before because during that period when you mentioned we always talk about the divorce and how we plan and everything we stopped making plans towards the divorce eventually we moved on from that to my husband worshiping me when it started i was uncomfortable because you you know when you you already used to a particular pattern and it just switched within a twinkle of an eye i was suspecting him seriously i was like what is wrong with this man I began suspecting him seriously. Till then, since then, till now, we have grown, we have evolved, we are still studying and learning each other. I remember during that period when I was fasting and praying, I go to his office every morning during my prayers. I hold the chair where he sits down and I begin to cast out demons, satanic influence because that time was so dark for me all i can think of is evil things things i want to do to him bad things i want to do to him guys when i say i am not this person i scared myself i became scared of myself even the time when i was praying and sprinkling my faith was so low my faith was so so low not because i don't trust god but because the desire to be with this person was no longer there not because i don't love him but there was just this darkness in me as i can and i could feel it around my house around me around him around everything that concerns us this darkness i was still not convinced so i called my best friend she's late now and i told out the situation what was happening and i told her that even if i'm praying and all of that that i planning to go to canada because it seems like it is god's will for us to divorce and she says no it is not god's will for you to be divorced as a matter of fact god hates divorce that is why she shared malachi 2 16 with me and yes that was the word i need and that spoke to me personally the bible in malachi 2 verse 16 says for i hate divorce says the lord the god of israel and him who cover his garment with wrong and violence says the lord of hosts therefore keep watch on your spirit so that you do not deal treacherously 
with your wife. God was actually speaking to the husband. But my husband was not is not big on reading the scripture. He knows God. He loves God. But he's not big on reading the scripture. I am big on reading the scripture. I showed this to him. And that was when I said, I know you're hurting. I know I am hurting. Let's try to fix this. And I was like, let's give it a try. He still said no. But I stood on this word. And I, every day, I became even more serious in my prayers, in sprinkling my house, in fighting for my marriage spiritually. There were different things that were showing me that this is something right. This is something right. Fight for this thing that is right. Even if I was at the brink of losing it. I got it in my dream. Less than 24 hours later, my husband said he wanted a divorce. Within a few days, a man of God came to me and accused me. Why are you fighting with your husband here? Then he sent my best friend to show me the word of God that says the Lord hates the divorce. And he gave me the strength to fight for what is right. Not many of us have the opportunity to realize that this is right until when we've lost it. Some of us have even lost something right, something valuable, something that is meant for us without even knowing it, without even knowing it's valuable. God has deposited something in every one of us. At different points in our lives, he sends people to us. At different points in our life, he sends opportunity to us. At different points of our life, he sends words to us. Because of laziness, negligence, ignorance, we do not pay special mind to them. We treat them like garbage. But the good news is, we serve a God that knows the end before the beginning. We serve a God that will not just give us a new beginning, but is capable of restoring every right thing in our life. The Bible in the book of Joel 2 verse 25 says, I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillars, and the palmer worm, my great army which I have sent to you. To get more context, you have to read the whole of this chapter. But God is telling the people, his people then, that I will restore to you everything that you have lost. I will return to you the years. Do you know what it means for you to gain back those years you have lost to something? If it were easy, drug addicts would be able to snap out of whatever they are going through and make something of themselves within a twinkle of an eye. Explain to me why people go into drugs and it seems like they, they keep falling into this never-ending pit. God is not just saying, I will restore to you the money you have lost. He's not just saying, I will give you a new beginning. He's saying, I will replace, I will give to you the years you have lost in drugs, in fornication, in laziness, in unwillingness. If you are supposed to do something by 2 p.m. and you don't do it, when 2 p.m. comes, 2 p.m. will not say, let me wait for Gloria because she wants to do something by this time. 2 p.m. will come and go. We indeed serve a mighty God. We indeed serve a God that is mindful, thoughtful, and super kind to us, even if we are full of filth and unfaithful and unworthy of his love. I tell you, the devil will come for you. It comes for you, it will come for you at different points in your life. He's there to steal from you, to steal your time, to steal your attention, to steal your focus, to steal your steal, steal your serenity. His aim is to destroy and kill you. Jesus has come to give us life and give it to us in abundance. You remember in the book of Job 42, verse 10, the Bible says, After Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. 
This is the God we serve. Nothing is lost with God. There is always a replacement if it is right. So today we'll be opening our mouth to pray and asking God to restore every right thing we have misplaced or lost. If you are ready, I am ready. Lord, we thank you for helping us see your restoration power at work in the life of our brothers and sisters in the past. Lord, we thank you for helping us see your restoration power in the life of Gloria Grassi. It is so beautiful to see that we not just get a new beginning in Christ, but there can be a restoration of those right things we have lost. Thank you for giving them to us. Thank you for making us lose them. Thank you for making us understand the value of what we have lost. Thank you for giving us the willingness to pursue after those right things we have lost in partnership with you. Thank you, Most High God. Thank you, Jehovah. Thank you, King of Kings. Thank you, Lord of Lords. Thank you, Ancient of Days. Without you, it is not possible. Without you, we are lost. Without you, we have no hope. But you have given it to us and given it to us abundantly. Thank you, Jehovah, in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we want to use this opportunity to ask for forgiveness of sin. Your word in the book of Isaiah 1 verse 18 says, Come now, let us reason together. Though your sins are as skeletons, they will be as white as snow. Though they are as red as crimson, they will be like wool. Lord, we are willing and ready to be obedient. Help us. We cannot do it by our strength. We need you more than ever. Help us please you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now I would need you to repeat this prayer point after me. Then, you will turn it into a prayer and begin to pray for yourself, pray for your family, for restoration. And when you hear in Jesus' name of prayer, you end the prayer. Repeat after me. In the name of Jesus, we pray that every right thing we have lost as a result of our negligence, stupidity, immaturity, or pride, by the power of the Most High God, let them be restored. Again, in the name of Jesus, we pray that every right thing we have lost as a result of negligence, stupidity, immaturity, or pride, by the power in the name of Jesus, let them be restored. Lord, in the name of Jesus, every right thing we have lost as a result of our negligence, as a result of our stupidity, as a result of our immaturity of pride, by the name of Jesus, we ask that let there be a restoration in Jesus' name. Lord, there is no place we can get back from except from you. Lord, we look up to you because you are our aid and our help. Lord, let there be a restoration of everything we have lost. Everything we have lost. Every right thing we have lost. In the name of Jesus, we might have lost it knowingly or unknowingly, consciously or unconsciously. Mighty God, let there be a restoration of every right thing we have lost. In the name of Jesus, every right thing we have lost. Every right thing we have given away. Every right thing we have misplaced. Lord, in the name of Jesus, let there be a restoration. In the name 
name of Jesus, let there be a restoration in my life, in my family, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, your word said that you will restore the years that the locust has eaten, that the cankerworm, the caterpillar, the palmerworm. Lord, you say you will restore it to us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask that let there be a restoration of everything we have lost, every right thing we have lost, everything you have blessed us with, that we have given away thanks to our stupidity, our selfishness, our immaturity or our pride. Lord, have mercy, O Lord. Lord, let your message speak. Lord, let your message speak. Lord, have mercy and restore it to us. Lord, let your message speak. Lord, let there be a restoration in the name of Jesus Christ. Mighty God, I give you thanks. Thank you, Jehovah. Thank you, Lord, because there is a restoration. Thank you, Jehovah, because there is a restoration. Jehovah, thank you, because there is a restoration. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, Brother Kosoko Lord, I give you thanks because it is done. Lord, I worship you because it is done. Lord, I give you thanks because it is done. In the name of Jesus Christ, I worship you, Jehovah. I give you thanks. 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 Thank you because your word in the book of Jeremiah 33, verse 26 says, For I will restore their fortunes and have compassion upon them. Thank you, Jesus, because you love us so much. Thank you, Jesus, because you have a perfect plan, perfect plan for us. Thank you, Jesus, because your love for us is greater than what we can imagine. Thank you, because your plan for us is constantly perfect. Thank you, Jehovah. 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 In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. I hope you found this interesting. I'll catch you tomorrow. Ciao.